a fashion killer And I'm a trendy nigga I said her pistol go Her pistol go I said her pistol go Cause she a fashion killer And I'm a jiggy nigga Rockin', rollin', swaggin' to the max My bitch a fashion killer, she be busy poppin' tags She got a lot of Prada, that Dolce and Cabana I can't forget Escada and that Balenciaga I'm sippin' purple syrup, come be my aunt your mama And if you is a rider, we go shoppin' like manana Her attitude, Rihanna, she get it from her mama She jiggy like Madonna, but she trippy like Nirvana Cause everything designer, her jeans is Helmet Lang shoots his Alexander Wang. Welcome to this week's episode of The Graveyard Shift. Um, here we have Natalia and me. Hi. Um, you'll f- quickly figure out that someone's missing. Jordan. She died. Kidding. No, oh. I don't mean it. I didn't mean it. That was bad. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, she is fine. She's just not here. Anyway. Um, this week's episode, first of all, I would like to thank everyone for sticking through last week's impromptu um, episode. Uh, this week's a shift because we're less papooed and now we're very tired. So bear with us. It is, yeah, it's the last couple weeks of school and we are exhausted. It's true. Um, This week, we are going to be talking about cryptids. Um, Do you know the definition for a cryptid? It's like a mythological, not myth. it's like an urban legend creature that is like specific to a region and has like a, you know, has not been captured or found. Right. So like Bigfoot, Yeti, Dogman. Yeah. Mothman. Mothman, all the frogman, frogman, yep, fishman. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of any. <laughs> anyway, we'll get started here. Do you want to go first? Sure, I can go first. <clears throat> Let me pull up my notes. So, the first one, I have, I have two. Two cryptids that I researched. Um, but we'll start with the chupacabra. I thought that was just an animal. I didn't know that uh, was. <laughs> no. Oh. It's not. I think I'm getting it confused with like a capybara. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oops. No. Um, well, I mean, it's contested whether 
these are real or not. So you're not like fully wrong. Yeah. Um. So let's get into some background. So the word chupacabra means goat sucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, which um comes the name comes from it's reported like the the animal of the chupacabra is like um is vampiric. So mm. um it's said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats, which is where it gets its name. Goat sucker. Um the first purported sightings were reported in Puerto Rico in 1995. Um, in Puerto Rico and Latin America, some describe it as, we're getting to physical description, some describe it as reptilian and alien-like, generally as a heavy creature the size of a small bear with a row of spines reaching from the neck to the base of the tail. Mm. Um, but in the southwestern United States, they depict it more dog-like, canine-looking. Um, so there have been reported sightings um, since the 70s, and this creature has been reported as far north as Maine and as far south as Chile. So almost like pretty much... A lot of the Americas, South America and the bottom parts of North America. Well, I guess North America minus Canada. <laughs> um, but has even been seen outside of the Americas, like in Russia and the Philippines and in India, there have been very isolated sightings of what people um, categorize as the Chupacabra. So I've definitely heard of that before. Yeah. Like on TV. Oh yeah. It's like a I, I think it's pretty culturally relevant. Yeah. Um in terms of pop culture. <laughs> I I've heard it tossed around for different reasons. Um so let's get into some history. In nineteen seventy five, a series of livestock killings in the small town of Mocha, Puerto Rico, were described were attributed to El Vampiro de Mocha, the Vampire <laughs> of Mocha. Um, initially, it was suspected that the killings were committed by a satanic cult. Um, later, more killings were reported around the island, and many farms reported loss of their livestock and their animals. Um, each of the animals was reported to have had its blood, its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. So, seems pretty vampiric to me um the first reported attack eventually attributed to the actual chupacabra occurred in march of 1995 eight sheep were discovered dead in puerto rico each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and reportedly they were completely drained of their blood as well a few months later in august an eyewitness named madeline tolentino reported seeing the creature in the puerto rican town of Canovanes, uh, where as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. So this woman, Madeline Tolentino, is sort of like the only eyewitness of the chupacabra. Oh, so it's credible. Yeah, no, totally. I 100% I, I trust her um, with my life. Um, anyway. 
Um, a Puerto Rican comedian and entrepreneur, Silverio Perez, is credited with coining the term chupacabras soon after the first incidents were reported in the press. Um, shortly after the first incidents in Puerto Rico, other animal deaths were reported in other countries, such as Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, and the United States. <laughs> um, and, of course, after the, to- the the term was coined, all of these further reports were like, that was a chupacabra. So, <laughs> like now they have a now they have a name to that Excellent. little face, cute little face, that cute little face. Um, in oh, this is more recent actually. In October and December of 2018, there were a few reports of suspected chupacabras in Manipur, India. Um, many domestic animals and poultry ki- were killed. You know, same old, same old. Farm animals dying uh, with a lot of their blood missing. Um, and several people also reported that they had seen it. Um, and this is in India, so far, far away from where the myth originated. Um, however, uh, forensic experts said that it was probably street dogs that were responsible the mass killing of you know domestic pets and poultry and that sort of thing after studying the remnants of some of the corpses um and that sort of leads to my conclusion of um you know what the different opinions are and what scientists believe versus what the diehard you know cryptid people believe um so in almost all of these cases, the monster, the monsters have turned out to be coyotes suffering yeah. from a very severe case of mange, which is a painful, um, potentially fatal skin disease that causes animals' hair to fall out and um, skin to shrivel, among other symptoms. Like that happened, I feel like that a lot of dogs that get sent to rescue places show up with mange. Yeah, street dogs or something. Yeah, a lot of, like, the when I was looking up cryptids, a lot of the times, like, I would read about them and I was, like, really interested. And then in the end, they would be like, but these don't exist. Yeah. It's just rabbit animal. No, exactly. I'm like, okay, excellent. Yeah, that seems to be the conclusion with all yeah. these. So maybe it's the government hiding, in a, hiding the truth. Yeah. Yeah. People have some good imaginations out there. Yeah. No, honestly, it's a pretty good explanation. Yeah. Um, uh, a person from the Southeastern Cooperative Wildlife Disease Study at the University of Georgia, Georgia named Kevin Keel said after inspecting the body of a chupacabra or like a suspected one, mm-hmm. he goes, it still looks like a coyote. It's just a really sorry excuse for a coyote. <laughs> Which, like, Ooh. that's just rude, first of all. Ooh. Yeah, the chupacabra, you could hit to, to the ego there. Yeah. That's it's all big and bad, and now it's just a sorry excuse for a coyote. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, another scientist, uh, O'Connor, says, I didn't get his first name, sorry. Um, 
animals with mange are often quite debilitated and they're having a hard time catching their normal prey so they might choose livestock because it's easier you know it's um more available and they're all penned up they have nowhere else to go so yeah um but die hard chupacabra followers say that their counter argument is that more than 200 original chupacabra reports from puerto rico in 1995 described a decidedly uncanine creature um that they were understood to be a bipedal creature that was three feet tall and covered in short gray hair with spikes out of its back um and this diehard believer is like the media um began to change the descriptions of it and it got all confused and muddled and um he believes that he says quote there was a population of rhesus monkeys being used in blood experiments in Puerto Rico at what? the time. And that troop could have gone loose. Oh, my God. <laughs> so okay, really that's grasping. kind of cool, though. I mean, it's it's creative. Yeah, But I he's like really that. grasping at straws for... No, no, for sure. But now I want to know where those monkeys are. I know. Like, did he just make that up? Or yeah. was that a real thing? Or I don't know. But that's that's what one believer claims is possible if... If you want to argue with him. Hmm. Um, but that is basic synopsis of the legend, the cryptid of the Chupacabra. Yay. Yay. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Relatively harmless. Yeah. I mean, Only he's to just... farm animals. And if one person has seen it, then... Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. People I guess are so easily influenced. It's just one person... That like came out with their story, I guess. There might have been other people who saw it, but she's the one person who like did interviews about it and um continued to give like descriptions and Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Brave. So brave. Good for her. I'd love to do that one day. Like, <laughs> do you ever think about that? Someone could see some crazy stuff. Like people can just get away with lies and then some people if you're convincing enough, they'll roll with it. Oh yeah. Like, if I was like, I saw Frogman crossing Tremont and Boylston, someone's going to be like, I I believe you. Yeah. They're going to be like, if I mean, if you say it convincingly enough. Yeah. If you say it, if you believe it. Then. I'm a credible source. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You almost have a four-year degree. <laughs> That's so true. So why wouldn't you believe? That I, counts. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's. <laughs> We're well, tired over here. Oh, God. I'm so tired. So, what now, is your story that you have for us today? I'm going to talk about skinwalkers. I'm assuming a lot of people probably know what those are just because it is more of like a recent cryptid that's kind of taken social media. And a lot. I've seen a lot of TikToks about skinwalkers personally, and I know that like... A lot of people genuinely do believe in it today. So the skinwalker is a Native American Navajo de demonic figure. They are witches or medicine men that have basically sold their souls to the devil or have done some kind of ritual that allows them to shape shapeshift into different deformed animals. 
Um, even in their human form, they appear to be primal, more beastly than human. Uh, and so sorry. And <laughs> I lost where I was. I got thrown off track. My <laughs> Although they first appeared in native lore around a thousand years ago, the legend of the Skinwalker has definitely taken off more recently because of the paranormal occurrences of the Skinwalker Ranch located in Utah. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. Good. Um, the, the Sherman family who owned the ranch apparently for like many generations reported seeing an enormous wolf-like creature taunting them and stalking their property so they did sell their story to the history channel and they made a show out of it uh there's money in the game so who knows if they're making it up anyway um but basically the at that ranch they sold the ranch to the history channel and i know exactly oh, I didn't know you could do that <laughs> i yeah exactly and so that's where um, a lot of paranormal hunters go and the and apparently a lot of UFO sightings have also <laughs> happened there, a lot of ghost sightings. So um, that ranch is a hotbed for hot shit because like nothing's going on there. All things. How, how is how like are all paranormal things going to convene on a ranch in Utah? I don't believe it. Anyway. Um, I mean... If it's going to be anywhere, it's it makes sense that it's Utah. Yeah, exactly. Where the Mormons <laughs> are. No offense if you're Mormon out there. No, because that was, um, that's like the basis of Mormonism, right? Is that some someone came down from... Exactly, exactly. From outer space and it, told yeah. John Smith or whatever his name is about it. No, you're Sorry totally to my Mormons, right. But I totally forgot about that. Yeah. No, it makes sense that people would believe that because the Mormon faith is like... Literally insane. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I've heard, I mean, it's very racist too, but like mm -hmm. they have some crazy beliefs. So, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Sorry to all you Mormons out there. Yeah. Um, we have so many Mormon friends. Yeah. Love ya. Um, the modern skinwalker exists mainly on native res reservations and in rural er regions of the Appalachian mountain range in which people report a beast with a human face on all fours with glowing orange eyes um, I saw a TikTok I think like months ago and one of its trademarks or let me finish this all right. Modern encounters with the skinwalkers tend to be on lonely roads at night which, in which the victim is momentarily followed by the entity. The mark of a skinwalker is hearing a disembodied voice that may sound like a loved one or a person in need of help. Once they have lured you in, their goal is to kill you and steal your skin and wear your face. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they sound fun. Um, I know I, I saw a video of like a skinwalker sighting and it's this guy on a horse in a ranch and he's walking and then you hear this voice go help 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 
off in the distance and then he you can hear him freaking out like oh what is it? and then and then it the voice goes like right behind him and it's actually kind of creepy like those videos kind of go off on tiktok yeah have you been i can't believe you haven't been on skinwalker tiktok i think i think i've i've seen people talking about like if you hear a voice don't listen to it keep going go home like something like that. exactly yeah 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 i I ended up on that side of TikTok and like people genuinely think this is real in this day and age. Yeah. Which if you do go off, I don't know, but like it's not. No, it's just, it's a huge thing in Appalachia. It's like very ingrained in their mythology. Yeah, exactly. They're mountain people. Yeah, there's not much to do out there. They've got something to, yeah, there's really not much to do out there. No, they have to occupy themselves somehow. Yeah maybe it makes them feel less alone more important if someone's talking them um people of the appalachian mountains are known to warn visitors and warn people that if you hear a voice avoid it and you should avoid being out after dark to avoid run-ins with a skinwalker um apparently according to urban legend um or native legend a person can only kill a skinwalker with a bullet or with a knife dipped in ashes. So huh. keep a knife dipped in ashes in your pocket. I will. When you're in Appalachia at night. It's good to know. I know. So, or a gun. <laughs> yeah. Stay strapped. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, I, f- I feel like if I lived in deep, Appalachia, I'd yeah. stay strapped anyway. Yeah, for like bears and stuff. Oh, for sure. Mountain lions. Yeah. I don't know if that's a cougars i feel like that's a yeah yeah <laughs> me i'm just kidding but you no know, not that kidding. kind of cougar <laughs> anyway um yeah that's all i have on skinwalkers but i do think they're interesting just because it's it's a really old urban legend but it's made its way back into modern times and it's just so interesting seeing people take on the legend i mean I, I also have seen a TikTok where it like looks into your window and you're supposed to you're in Appalachia you're supposed to close your blinds or whatever mm-hmm. so that they can't peer in because they watch you and stuff. Ew. I know. Peeping Tom. <sighs> no one. Likes are are they sure it's not just their like weird pervy neighbor? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> it's like the chupacabra, the ca- mangy coyotes, but like except it's just like creepy neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all cryptids are, is they're just yeah. excuses for creeps yep. <laughs> or bad crap that happens and they need to be like, yep. Yeah. Huh. I would, I, I'd be interested to, actually, no, I was going to say I would be interested to um, experience a, a skinwalker, but obviously uh, that's not a good idea. That feels icky. Yeah, no, I that would not be cool. I, I just want to know what it is. Maybe it's like someone trying to mug you in the woods. Yeah. I think it, it it's probably one of a couple of things. It's your creepy neighbor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> teens who probably are messing with you. Because, like, I don't know. I just know teenage boys, and I know that they would do some crap like that. Oh, yeah. In Appalachia, bored as hell, like, trying to scare you. Definitely. and Or it's just, like... Again, mangy, mangy animals. 
yeah making that's what noises. it all comes back to is yeah. like yeah it's rabid it's hello what you know what i mean yeah so no makes sense so i have a short one like it's very short and sweet but i think it's gonna be it's for the girls it's it's for the it's for the diehard fans Good. who have been following the lore of the show so this <laughs> so much lore <laughs> this is about sue the two-headed trout that lives in Roscoe, New York. Which, if you know anything about anything, <laughs> is the town in which I went to fishing camp for six years. Oh, <laughs> the jungle cock camp. Yeah. So this takes place near the brotherhood of the jungle cock. So um, for all those who are obsessed with that, fact about my life this is for you so legend has it that a migrating trout passed at the junction of the beaver kill river and willowy willowy mock sorry creek to decide which route it should take after first inspecting one river and then the other both seemed so appealing and ideal that the trout could not decide which river to live in. <laughs> the decision proved so difficult that the trout eventually settled into the junction pool itself and sprouted a second head so that it could sit facing up both rivers and would not have to choose one over the other. <laughs> oh. So. And it's it's immortal? Immortal? I guess immortal. so. Um, <laughs> the most recent sighting was in 2000 I say sighting very generously <laughs> because I think this was just some drunk fisherman trying to pull a prank that's so funny a man named Paul Dolly said he hooked the fish Dolly claimed he saw both heads as it leapt from the water <laughs> but the head that wasn't hooked bit the line and the fish got away oh my god what a slay for that fish that's why know, it's Sue immortal no, that's how Sue sees it <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Were you working up to that? No, I just came up. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I and this is is this a jungle cock urban legend? Like is this no. something that goes around the j jungle cock community? At least not to my knowledge. I only learned about it cuz I was looking up if there were cryptids specific to the Hudson Valley. Oh, and okay. This was one of the ones that came up. Um and I just thought it was so perfect that it happened. It's in Roscoe. Yeah. You could um, have hooked it. You honestly, I may have. Cause you probably did. We were fishing for trout in those creeks and rivers. And um, I'm like extremely good at fishing. So Yeah. <laughs> so it's possible. How many years did you go to that camp? Six. You definitely crossed. Crossed, I it. definitely crossed over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely crossed paths with Sue. The yeah, no, it definitely like weaved in between my legs when I was wading into the into the river. That's. I felt it. I felt both heads. It got stuck. Oh my <laughs> it got god! Got stuck in between my in Ew. between my little feet. Anyway. Oh. oh. I see you, Sue. Yeah. But that was just a little, little fun one. That is fun. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we we're pretty uh 
bare bones today. But uh, if anyone has a good cryptid they want to tell us about, feel free to call in. Yeah, we, uh, we're happy to take some callers. Uh, the number is... Oh, hold on. Let me rotate it towards me. Okay, everyone, get your digits out. The number is 617-824-8852. I'll say that one more time for those in the back. 617-824-8852. Eight five two. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no rush. No. Oh, oh, Jesus. I get scared every time. Oh my God. Do you know who it is? Hello? Hello? Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello, Mom. <laughs> Hi baby. <laughs> so I have a, I have a good crypto uh, a crypto animal to tell you about. I don't know if you. I'm sure you crossed uh, paths with it uh, researching. It's the Wendigo. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Tell it's us more. Very interesting. It's a it's a Native uh, American uh, creature that uh, many many different tribes around the Minnesota. Uh, know all that area um, uh, they 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 claim you know it, it it's a cannibalistic monster that mm. that is maybe made of ice and has no toes or, or no toes uh, fingers How's yeah, it and, and it and it it's people it, it's uh it's all the bad put together in a emaciated horrible creature it is there's a actually good movie called Wendigo that is kind of fun to watch Ooh, okay. What? No, because yeah, I've I've heard of that one, but I I don't really know much else about it. It's just very interesting. All the Native American uh, creatures and mythologies. They're the most interesting ones. They're the coolest ones. The most imaginative, like the Skinwalker <laughs> and the Wendigo. Now. Anyway, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying this very much. Thank you so much, and uh, I can wait for the next time. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mom. Take care, ladies. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. Um, I have heard of the Wendigo. I've, yeah, I'd heard of it, but I did not know anything about it. Me either. Um, but that's worth looking into a little more. It is. I feel like... I don't know the the older because I feel like the less well known ones are way cooler just in terms of story. Sorry about that. <laughs> Spam call. Um, but uh, they're always the most interesting ones, like. Because Bigfoot is so overdone, so overplayed, and um, I mean, there's all those shows of like finding Bigfoot, blah blah blah. Like we get it. Like let's. I know. Let's They're focus so more boring. on yeah. 
So. I hate them. <laughs> oh. Just another spam call. I think that's all we have time for today. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let us know what you want us to talk about next 